So we go through our lives and we do all the things that we're supposed to do as a mom, as a career woman, as a wife, and we're checking all of these boxes. And yet there's something missing. And it's because we're not checking the box for ourselves. Hello there. Welcome to the Thriving Family Podcast. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the show. It's Teresa and Barbara. We're so happy you're here. We know how many great podcasts are out there, and we're grateful that you're taking the time to hang out with us in a supportive space to fill your cup and elevate your life. This podcast is about parenting, but a lot about taking care of you as the parent. We are the captain of our family ship, so the better we feel, the more smooth sailing there is for everyone. We really want to discuss the tough and awkward subjects that we all come across in parenting, especially with school-aged and older kids. We're here with you through all the peaks and valleys to hold space for you through all the feels and to help make sure you always put on your own oxygen mask first. Our hope is that you know you're never alone in parenting and that we're here to support you at every stage. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you, and we provide new content every week. If you have a question for us, please reach out on Instagram at Thriving Family Podcast. We're here for you, so let us know what topics would be helpful and that you're interested in. If you enjoy this podcast, please subscribe, leave a review, and share it with family and friends. If you leave a review, you'll have the opportunity to win a gift that we absolutely love. We'll tell you more about it at the end of the episode. Let's get started. Teresa and I had so much fun talking with Kristen Svetz today. She is a life design and mindfulness coach, and she is just awesome. I love the way she looks at things and just so wonderful and easy and deep. Just all my favorite things. Her greatest joy is to guide growth-minded souls who are ready to elevate their lives and to step into their purpose, happiness, and confidence. Her mission is to help her clients align the power of their mind with the radiance of their soul. I mean, amazing. I hope you love our episode as much as I did and enjoy. Hi, Kristen. I am so excited that you're here with us today. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. You are just awesome. I I was telling you, I was like stalking your website, which is beautiful. And I love how you're focused on like totally us, Teresa and I, and our audience, which is moms and anyone in their near 40s and above that are just needing that kind of reset or finding more fulfillment. And I love what you said on your website. If you can kind of start with that and where you came from, because I think this is so on point for most everyone of how we can just add more to our soul and like our purpose. Yes, absolutely. So I do, I, I, of course, I love this topic. I'm so passionate about it because it is this interesting place that we get to at this stage in our life. And especially for those of us that are parents and moms is that you get a little bit lost along the way because you're giving and giving and giving, right? <laughs> and so we go through our lives and we 
do all the things that we're supposed to do as a mom, as a career woman, as a wife, and we're checking all of these boxes. And yet there's something missing and it's because we're not checking the box for ourselves, Mm -hmm. right? We lose that touch point along the way because we get so exhausted and we get so caught up and there is so much to do. And it's wonderful to have all of these different purposes in our life. And what I think is a fun analogy as we think about our kids and raising our kids is that we see how they change so quickly over the years, right? Your little baby is so different at two and is so different at five or 10 and then crazy different at 17. And so you actually are parenting all these different people, right? It's like the one person, but they're changing along the way. And then we think that we're not supposed to change or you know, that there's this, there's this missing piece because we lose ourselves a little bit along the way. And so you hit this point of being like, okay, I am actually really happy. I love my family. I love my husband. I love my life. And yet like something's missing and you can't put your finger on what it is. And so it really does take this intentional reflection to sit back and look at all the different areas of your life and what part of it isn't in balance of that would bring more happiness to you. This is so, you just nailed it. And I think as you were saying this, I think a lot of us feel ungrateful or something if we're like, well, my life is good. I mean, why can't I just be happy? And, but I think the awareness and just the conversation about it of like, oh no, we are evolving as well, even though we're (laughs) serving our families, but that there is more and we don't want to wake up one day as empty nesters, which I know you were saying you are almost, and just be like, oh my God, what, who am I? Where am I? What happened? Yes, yes, exactly. Uh, Gratitude and growth are an interesting combination because there is this like underlying thought that we all have of that I should be grateful. And you're like, I am grateful. And yet I want to continue to grow. I want something more. And this is was a really interesting conversation that I had with my husband when I was being really honest with him about my own like personal growth journey. And I that was my point. So I was like, you know, there's really like there's something else that I need for me. And so he of course was like very concerned of like, so are you unhappy here? Are you unhappy with us? And I was like, no, I love our marriage. I love our life. And I need something for me too. So the gratitude and the growth are not mutually exclusive. And I think that's something that as moms, we really need to give ourselves that permission slip that it is okay to want more. And it is okay to prioritize self-care the whole concept of that self-care isn't selfish. It's actually mandatory because when you do 
take care of yourself, you're showing your children what it means to prioritize loving yourself. And we all want our children to love themselves. So it's actually the best thing for everyone around you and for yourself to figure out what self-care means to you and how you can use that as a part of like getting more centered and grounded so that you can allow for that growth and happiness to come into your life. I love exactly what you're saying. It just really resonates. And especially to, you mentioned, you know, you you told your husband, I want more. And it really didn't have anything to do with him. Yeah. And in connection with that as well, I think the whole concept, and Barbara and I have talked about this extensively on many episodes, is the quality time over quantity is so important. And so if you're doing what makes you happy and you're taking care of yourself and you're doing all those things, it just makes you so much more present and happy. And the quality time that you're spending with your partner, with your kids is just so much better. There's just so much more value for everyone and everyone feels much better about it. Whereas if you're just running around, skipping all the self-care things, but always there, there's something missing. There's just a big piece missing. And it's just feels, it feels really unhealthy, especially if you get to the point of focusing on that quality over quantity. Right. Yes. So I call myself a life design coach, and this is actually what I mean by life design. So I think it is super fascinating that in our society and in our lives, we hire interior designers to design our home. We hire home designers. We hire event planners to plan out every detail of big celebrations and events in our lives. We hire travel agents to plan out amazing trips for us. And yet we don't put that same amount of time in looking at our life and designing our life. And that's, that's, it. That's our every day. That's what what our entire life experience is, is how have we structured it? Like, what are we thinking about our family life? What are we thinking about our friends and social life, our spiritual life, our emotional life, our intellectual life? Like there are a lot of pieces and even fun and play. I That's actually something that I noticed in my own journey that I was like, yeah, I have fun. Like, you know, I think I have fun. And then I was like, do I have fun? What do I, I don't know what I do. It's actually like, yes, going to lunch with girlfriends is fun, but you know, you can think of those friends or people that are great about going to concerts because they love music and they've really figured out in their life design to prioritize making sure they get to a concert on a regular basis because they know that fills them up. And so that to me is what life design is, is taking the time to actually look at all these different areas and when you do that, you can see which part is the area that you want to elevate. So good. And I feel like, you know, our society is so like, do, 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 do. And we're just busy that we're, but we're too busy doing the things that are taking away from us instead of, like you said, like the fun and play and the joy and filling us up. And so at the end, we're like, we don't even have time or energy for the other things, but being able to take that step back 
and, and just really, and, and working with someone or just having a conversation and really looking at what those things are and make sure you're putting those in your daily or weekly agenda. It, and it's so true. You just get so much more energy when I'm like, I've had the giggle where you're like, oh my God, this is out of control. Or, you know, where you just like, and, or the joy where you're just like, oh my God, I just want to dance, you know, just <laughs> like child, childlike, just these parts of ourselves that are just like amazing that we don't get a show. And it's like you said, it's so good for our kids to see. I mean, my kids obviously at first are like, what are you doing? Yes. Like break out into an instant dance party by myself. But then they're like, my mom's having fun. Look at her. Like she's enjoying, but I, I love this so much. And I, I love hearing the journey too, because I know you started in the corporate world. Could you, could you kind of paint how you arrived where you did? And especially after you had that conversation with your husband of saying, I need more like, you know, and it's not our marriage. It's not this. Yeah. I just need to follow this journey and this, you know, paying inside to see what else there is for me. Right. Yes. So I was a corporate person before having kids. And then of course, once I had kids, I did the back and forth. Am I going back to corporate? Am I not? And then my husband's job moved us across the country. So that kind of made it easy of like my connections to do part-time work, which is what I was really hoping to do, wasn't there. So we moved and I was staying home with the kids. And I was super grateful. Like that actually did feel really fulfilling to me and super hard, right? It is so hard to not have that outlet. But I needed to get our family settled in a new town. So I did the volunteer thing and went through all of those stages. And there was a lot of great things about it and a lot of really hard things about it. And so really, as I entered into my 40s, that's when I really started going on this journey of, okay, but what about me? Like, what else do I need in my life? And when you first start on these personal growth journeys, you'll, you could find this all over the internet and a lot of life coaches use it and I use it too, but it's going back to what did you love to do as a kid? And so I would always joke about, like, truly, when I was in the corporate world, I would kind of joke, but not really joking, that I, my dream job was to be behind the Chanel counter and be a makeup artist. And so I, I was like, you know what, this is actually a perfect time to do that. Because, well, I also live in the Chicago area, and there's an amazing school that provides a certification for makeup artistry. So I went and did that. And I launched that business and I loved every minute of it until I really got into the building of doing weddings, doing events. And now I had teenage boys and what I had not thought through where I did not look at the whole big picture and what I was creating and designing my life was that the need for this business I was building was all on the weekends. and that didn't fit in with my values and making sure that it was in alignment with who I wanted to be. And so what I did love about doing makeup artistry is that it's empowering women. Like that was my true message behind it is that when you 
look your best and feel your best, your actual inner radiance, your like true power and confidence gets to shine through. And so that was the piece of it that I really went down of that this stage of life, life, people are trying to rediscover themselves and find this like reset in their forties. And yes, there's an appearance aspect to that, but it's actually so much more internal about what it is that we want our lives to look like and what that piece in your life design is the missing link that you can fit in and really create this more purposeful, powerful life, which I also truly believe when you're standing in your purpose and your power, you have so much more inner peace Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that those all go together. And I love that you started with, like you said, so simple and it's all over the internet, but I think a lot of us haven't taken the time to just be like, what brought me joy when I was younger, when all this other stuff wasn't going on, what was really fun? What is like what sound, what would I like to put hours in a day doing? And you, I love that you followed the path and granted it didn't work out, but it led you to where you're supposed to be. And I think that's the whole thing is that I think people put so much pressure. I myself included in this, um, of like, Oh, it has to, we have to figure out the thing. And then, but if you just take the baby steps and just like follow the crumb trail of, Oh, well, this sounds fun. Let's try this on. It's not like you were, you know, yes, you got a certification and great. And, but you learned in that, that you're like, Oh, the real purpose of all this is like, you know, having a positive effect on women and, and really empowering them, which is deeper and amazing, but you had to go on that trail in the first place to get there. And so just taking that pressure off of like, I'm going to go become a lawyer and, um, yeah, like make this big, I know Teresa, sorry, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) but I'm just saying it, you know, obviously something that's so big and time consuming and a big decision, but it's like, no, just try on something first. If you want, maybe if it is a lawyer, go sit with one, go have lunch with one, pick their brain. What is their life like or whatever, like become that kind of high school student again, that's inquisitive and be like, what do I want to major in? Like, you know, and just take the pressure off. I love hearing your story because I think it's so important to hear and be reminded of. Yes. That note, I'm being selfish here because you brought up law. I'm a lawyer and I have a pretty busy career, but I also am extremely multi-passionate and I really always have been. I always say to people that I'm a typical Gemini in terms of really have a genuine love and interest for a handful of things. Mm-hmm. And so I I generally know what I'm passionate about, but I would love to pick your brain on this if you don't mind, because, you know, you have a corporate finance background. It's kind of with law, same, same, but different, really. I mean, finance, law, you know, and so I'm curious to know as you were trying, you know, a few different things and now you seem to have landed on something that obviously makes you glow, like it's just your business is amazing. I'm just sort of curious to know about what your thoughts are on being multi-passionate and how you guide your clients when they're in a place where they're like, okay, I enjoy this, but I also enjoy this because for myself, I already know, but there's bits and pieces that I really love. Mm-hmm. And I want to, I want to keep those things. They don't take very much time. And if I do a few things that I really love that don't take up very much time each, it's easy to fit it all in, in a, you know, in a day and in a week and on the time, like you say, not for me, I don't want to work weekends either. 
So I'm curious to know like what your suggestions are for people that are maybe a bit multi-passionate and mm-hmm. are interested in trying a few of those things. Yes. Oh, I am a multi-passionate girl at heart, through and through, always will be. <laughs> the journey of trying on all these different hats to me really is the purpose. The journey is the purpose. You can go and get your makeup artistry certification. And that was super fun. And it fulfilled this part for me and realize, oh, it's actually a deeper meaning that I have to that. And now I'm just going to focus on that. When you want to include all these different passions that you have, to me, it is actually prioritizing the parts that are most important to you because we all have our responsibilities. And so like, it would be lovely to create rituals where you do all of the different self-care pieces, but honestly, you could really like spend hours doing all of those things, right? Fitting in workout and breathwork and meditation and journaling and all of the things. I do love all of those things. And I think what's super important when you're also trying to pull in creativity and fun and joy and work passions and purpose is that you want to sit. That's actually where I think the reflection in journaling is so important because you can sit down and ask yourself which parts of these passions are the most important to me and how often would they be fulfilling, right? Like, do I just need to go rollerblading once a month and that would be like so super fun and then I know it's coming back because I decided the first of the month I'm going rollerblading you know like there's little things that you can put in there that don't have to take up much time that don't have to be a part of your everyday but when you know that you've made it a priority for yourself that it's going to happen at some point that anticipation actually raises your happiness level because you know that it's out there and you know you're not just you know trudging through the everyday and and just telling yourself this story that I am so busy and I don't have time for all of these things well if you actually reflect on what the things are that you want to fit in in little pockets and plan it out so that you have actually designed the next month of your life to have these different pieces of your passion. Let them be a part of your journey. Know that nothing is permanent and nothing has to be the final answer because every time you land in something, it develops into something new. It's always just like lovely and unexpected how life unfolds things for you. Right. I so needed to hear that today. It was just everything you just said is perfect. And it's funny because sometimes we don't trust our intuition. And Mm -hmm. when I trust my intuition, I know that I can get all the things done in a day that I need to get done and do the little bits and pieces of things that I enjoy. And maybe there's one thing, you know, that I don't enjoy quite as much. And, you know, you just power through it and it takes five minutes and it's done or whatever. Right. But Oh, I just, everything you just said, I'm just like, thank you so much. 
no good. I'm so glad. <laughs> it is so good because I feel like as you're talking, I just think about the moments, which I still have, but those moments, and I know a lot of my friends do, is like you're almost standing on another side of a wall from like what you're supposed to be doing or what would really make you happy or light you up. And, and you're just like, oh, but I'm so busy. And how do I get there? How do I get there? But it's because you think it's so much and like you have to spend a year in therapy or this to get there. But really, if you just do those little things like journaling or trusting your intuition or just kind of just sit in quietness and just as simple as like you said, what will be fun? What sounds fun? What will make you smile? And just follow those little breadcrumbs. I just think we can't talk about that enough because I, I see so many people stuck. They're just stuck yeah. on the other side of the wall. And we're like, Hey, it's a good party over here. <laughs> Come over. Right. Yes. Well, and that it's so interesting that our brain does that, that we like get in our own way because we think that it has to be the perfect thing, or we think that it has to be this huge thing and that we don't have time for it. And a great analogy for that is realizing that 1% shifts make all the difference. If you think of the analogy of a pilot and he changes the direction of the plane by one degree, you are going to end up in a totally different location because that one degree compounds over the length of the trip. I think another like kind of fun way to think of that is bad plastic surgery and good plastic surgery. Right? <laughs> if you think of a facelift that's done really well and you're not totally sure, it's because those were teeny tiny changes. Whereas like a painful to look at facelift, we all know because that change was too much. So your own body and being is going to accept these little 1% shifts in how you show up every day, how you prioritize yourself, how you prioritize fun and joy and self-care and finding that additional purpose, allowing yourself to grow. Trying to create that in a huge shift is too much to handle, which is why we don't do it. And if we just look at it as little 1% shifts and then let the universe show you, oh, okay, well, here's a big place that I can jump that will naturally unfold when you trust yourself to do the little 1% things and treat yourself to those 1% things. And yeah. I love analogies and visuals because I think it is so important to just think about because it's like, okay, say your dream is like using you for an example, you love to makeup, but you're, you're like, oh, I want to own a makeup line and have it in Barney's. But if you fast forwarded and all of a sudden you had this factory and you just be like, oh my God, it just wouldn't be as good as if you had taken your time and learned along the way and brought more heart and soul to it and your magic that is having to be developed in those 1% changes. It's like trusting the process, which is so hard for us impatient yes. people, but it really is. And I'm like, damn it. It's right. Thing <laughs> is right. When I, you know, it's, <laughs> but it's so true. I love you bringing that up. Yeah. And I also love that you talk about the process of the journey being the most important part. So it's not that you know with any certainty at all, even that you're like, this is the one thing that I'm going to be doing for the rest of my life. That's mm -hmm. not it at all. It's the, 
you know, I always like to say my husband loves to get to the top of the mountain when we go on hikes. And I just don't. I'm like, no, like I could walk in a circle. We could go halfway, then get lost, which we always do. Like every time we hike, thank goodness for all trails, right? But I find so much joy in just, wow, it feels so good to be breathing this fresh air. And, you know, I'm in the middle of nowhere and there are no people, no cars, no nothing. It's just us and the bears, right? Really love that journey piece that you spoke of. And we're not necessarily aiming for a final destination right off the bat. And I think that's the hard piece for a lot of people, Mm -hmm. especially if we come from the corporate world and we see these are the types of positions you can get. Mm-hmm. And when can you get there? And where can I get promoted? And how does the hierarchy work? And and that kind of like rat race of or or hamster wheel, I should say, of of things. Yeah, the hamster wheel is such a good analogy because that is what everybody's running on, right? Whether you work or not, like if I mean, if you're a stay-at-home mom, you're working in that way, right? And that is just this endless hamster wheel. (laughs) And so without creating the intention, so the three things that I really talk to my clients about is lining up alignment, intention, and mindset. Because when you've done the reflection to figure out what is aligned with your values, instead of what are you doing all the time? Who do you want to be? How do you want your life to look? How do you want to show up in that life? So you want to figure out what's aligned for you, and that'll help you make decisions so much easier with what you're filling your time with that is not aligned with who you really want to be. And then the intention and integration is those 1% shifts. That's where the magic happens because you actually start putting it into your daily life. And then the mindset piece of it is that we always continually have to get out of our own way because our brain every day will get in the way (laughs) every day. And so like what you were talking about with the hiking piece of it, what's happening there, why you love it so much is that it gives you that moment of mindfulness of truly being present, experiencing nature, of feeling really grounded, you know, feeling, hearing the leaves crunch on the ground when, or if it's snow, I actually had a friend give that analogy the other day. She's like, I loved when I used to run and it was the first snow and I would get up at 5.30 and you hear the snow, right? We can all hear that in our mind right now. The snow crunching under your feet. That is being truly present. The mindset piece of it to me is realizing that we can reframe our thoughts, realizing that we can always choose a different thought around it. And I also work with my clients on meditation and breath work because I think those two pieces are so powerful in training your brain to reframe these situations. So to me, meditation and breath work, like, yes, they feel really nice in the moment, but they don't for a lot of people. Meditation is really hard for especially the type A, go, go, go. Their brain is racing and they don't like it. I really like for people to understand is that meditation and breath work isn't actually for that on the mat experience. So, you know, and I'm using that saying you're in a yoga class and meditating. It is not for the on the mat experience. It is for who you become 
off the mat. It is just like that we work out our bodies because we know we want to be strong and healthy. Meditation and breath work is strengthening your mind so that you are more resilient. You are more able to see where you can reframe thoughts, how you can be more present. And it does just in and of itself, it strengthens your ability to be present, which makes all the rest of your life more enriching. It's so good. I think people, whatever they can find, whether it's journaling or getting involved in a course and just getting them in that practice and that first step is so big because once it's like addicting, because you do start to see a shift in your head, in your body, everything. You're just like, oh, and you, then you, if you didn't realize the struggle that was going on before you are more aware of it of like, oh no, it's, you know, this eternal to-do list. And I'm stressing out about this where you're, you're like, oh, if I take this 20 minutes and just really center myself. Yeah. I have 20 things. I got it. I got you 20 things. Like it's just a whole different. I'm like, how many personalities can I be in a day? But my favorite one is the one that's, you know, been taking care of myself and I I can do so. I'm I'm like, I've accessed a super part of me, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Right. It is. It's, it's actually medicine, right? It's medicine for your body. It's medicine for your soul. And we are so used to looking for answers outside of us. And that is why, that is why we get in our own way of figuring out what's next and what our big purposes and that we think there's one big answer because this is our entire life, right? We went to school and we were rewarded with learning and I love to learn. I like, that is one of my excellent procrastination mechanisms is I endlessly learn new things. And there is so much reward in that. And that is fulfilling for our intellectual growth, but nobody actually knows better than we do what we need, what we want, what would actually really fill us up. And so until you decide to be intentional and slow down and give yourself those moments of magic that you learn through meditation and breath work, it changes how you relate to yourself. And those answers come from within you. And yeah, it's magic and it's medicine. And can you tell people about, so about your book, because I just love the way you look at things and how you make it simple, you make it accessible, you make it exciting and fun. And I'm sure people want just more of you because I know I do. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah. So I have a few different things. So I have a book coming out in 23 called Design to Shine, and that is truly for women that are looking for exactly what we've been talking about, this how to live intentionally to discover your inner light. And within that book, I go through, you know, the grounding piece of it, finding harmony in our lives, and then really just being uplifted by our own inner light. And I'm so excited. That's been like a long work in progress for me to do as well. And so I'm so excited for that to come out. It should be coming out like January, February. I have a chapter coming out in Ignite Forgiveness, which is a book that's coming out in November. 
And I'm super excited to share that because I do think that really sharing our personal stories and doing that reflection is so powerful to see the ways that we hold ourselves back. And when we are aware of it, then we can get out of our own way and really show up and shine our light. So I feel like they're good books that go together that I'm super proud of. Um, in terms of the the easiest thing that I'm doing with clients right now is uh, single sessions that are called Calm in the Chaos. And so I work with you to kind of figure out how do you develop your own soul harmony sanctuary in your everyday life? Because I know everyone is so busy. And so trying to carve out all these self-care practices can seem overwhelming. So I do in the Common the Chaos sessions, there is breath work and meditation taught within it. And then we also look at your life and figure out what to what to do to enhance those areas that would really fill you up. So oh they sound awesome. And again, all ways that someone could start their journey and doing that one percent shift, which is so important. And yeah. you are so good at shedding the light on and I'm so grateful that you're out there doing your thing and doing it well. You're awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Ah, well, you're coming back. It's official. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Love it. There's, I'm like, this is super applicable. You mentioned law and I was like, let's, let's talk about I, this. Just, you know, I never know what I'm going to say until I say it. And then I'm like, oh, I went with law. Probably. No, it's good. It. I, and I love that. I mean, that's just, I just feel like the mix of the questions we ask all the time, it helps the conversation flow so much. Yeah. And I love Kristen so good of like the parts that we haven't hit on with anyone that are so big that I, you know, that you hear mm -hmm. from friends and that I myself have encountered where you're just like stuck in those places and you don't even know how to do the, to like start to get yourself out of it. And yeah. then, and realizing how big of an impact something tiny could be, you know? So oh, good. Yeah. So like, yeah. Tell me real fast. Like, what did I touch on that you haven't touched on? Like the 1% shifts kind of thing? The 1% shifts. Mm. I love, honestly, your journey that you were like, so I tried this and it didn't work. I love hearing that because I think yeah. that also reminds people that you still got to where you need to be, but you yeah. like, you're just, you're just starting on the journey. And then it's not always going to be like your first stop is yeah. the thing, but in that stop, you realize Hey, I love this part about it. Like you just yeah. got deeper, you know? And I think right. that, cause it's so hard and they, you've heard it elsewhere too. But like when you hear a celebrity or someone's like an overnight success or like sprinkles cupcakes, oh my God. And then they sold it for a kajillion dollars. It's like, yeah. no, you know, it's, there is a journey. There's always a journey, no matter what, no matter, you know? And so I think people need to be reminded of it and that, it is a process, but there's all, all the beauties in the process of it, which you really yeah. touched on. Yeah. And I think too, the other piece is, and this is where I really wanted to get into it because you have that corporate finance background. I have a law background. Like I just don't feel rushed in my life. Like I have a lot of things going on and, and everything is really, really lovely to be honest. And so right. for me, it's like niching into the little things that I really enjoy doing. And I know that the women that I talk to in the corporate world, a lot of them, and Barbara's already pivoted out of that, right? So 
but a lot of us are not. And so a lot of us are in this place where we have kids, even that aren't babies anymore, right? They're getting a little bit older. We're in our forties or close to our forties. And we're like, what are we doing? And maybe we're watching our husbands or partners do really well in what they're doing. And I've had people say to me, oh, I'd really like to find something that I enjoy doing more than what I'm currently doing. I just don't know what that is. And I think it's this daunting thing that happens where people think they need to make this major shift all at once. And I know some people do, and that's great, Mm -hmm. but maybe the transition and the journey in between where you're testing and trying on certain things and Mm -hmm. seeing what you like more than others, maybe that's where the joy lies. Because it's like when you're doing something and you hit something that you don't like as much or don't enjoy, you're like, okay, I'm going to pivot away from that. Right. But then when you find something you do like, it becomes something that you integrate into your routine and it becomes more of a habit and whatever. Right. And yes. I, I just don't think you need to flick it on and off like a light switch in terms of yeah. making the change. And at some point life is going to kick you out of that situation that you're not meant to be in, whether yeah. it's a layoff situation from work whether in your situation, it's a move across the country because your husband got a job, it will happen organically if you just, I think, trust in the process. And mm-hmm. that whole idea of rushing through it yeah. to get to that end goal, I just don't think that's the way to go. And I think we need to rethink how we're pivoting out of what we're doing currently into more and more and more joy and happiness more consistently for ourselves, especially as women. And Kristen, I was thinking about you coaching and I've thought about this a lot lately. Like obviously you, Teresa and I are on a different plane because we've done the work. We're aware we're trusting the universe or the process. You know what I mean? Like we're in this different mode and it's hard. And for the people that just aren't there yet, they're like starting the journey. And so I was wondering, like if you, I'm sure you can feel that with people and the breath work and the meditation will help get them on that path. And again, like my, when I wasn't there and we had moved, we did a COVID move back to where we grew up, which is awesome. But I was like feeling lost. And I, my friend who's a coach really helped me by saying, which you did today is like, what? what is that? And like, it's everywhere on the internet and it's so simple. And I think that simple things we just overlook and don't Uh do, but it is that what brings you joy? What sounds fun? And it's like so simple that you're like, it can't be that it's not that. (laughs) No, no. I'm going to have to put myself through like pain and agony to really get there. You know? Yeah. So I don't think you can bring that up enough. I feel like nothing else, at least for me could get me to that light quicker. Right. Yes. 1%. Like, I love that you're not, this is a huge transformation and it's going to happen right now overnight. And then I'm going to overwhelm the shit out of you. And you're going to be like, Whoa, I'm going to unfollow this lady on Instagram. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's so organic and welcoming. And I mean, I look at it from a corporate setting and I think that that, I think that background and that journey that you've had is so helpful for so many in yeah. that space. But I, I mean, I don't think it applies to just that. Like you, I can't imagine you not resonating with everyone. Yeah. <laughs> like with the, with your yeah. approach, it's just such a gentle and welcoming. I just yeah, have such an appreciation you. for it. Thank yeah. you. I, I love your thing too. You love the what? Aim your acronym. Yeah. 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 
so fun. <laughs> oh, that was so good. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Kristen is just so beautiful inside and out. We're so lucky to have had this time with her today. And you'll notice that we left some of the additional chat at the end following up on our conversation because it was so good and also helpful to reiterate some of the really magical things that Kristen offers her clients. My key takeaways from this episode are one, as parents and especially as moms, we need to remind ourselves to check the box for ourselves. We're busy checking all the other boxes all the time for everyone else and that can absolutely exhaust us. So really it comes back to putting on our own oxygen mask first. Two, personal change and evolution is so good for us and for our children to see as role models. Three, it's okay to want more for yourself. We often lose ourselves along the way, so it's important to reflect and focus on our own happiness too, not just our family's happiness and everyone else's happiness. Four, gratitude and growth are not mutually exclusive. I love that Kristen talks about the relationship between these things, like I'm grateful and I want something more. And that's okay to have that something else that's just for me. And I just love her idea of the 1% changes and shifts that can really help facilitate ongoing positive transitions in your life so that you're designing a life that you absolutely love. And five, you design literally everything in your life from your home to event planning. So why would we not want to put that same time and effort into designing our own life. I just think Kristen's life design coaching is so wonderful and her personal journey is so inspiring. So I definitely encourage you to connect with her on Instagram or through her website and also pick up copies of her books when they're available because like she says, the joy is in the journey and she can help design a life that enhances your happiness. Yes, please. Even just the basics of helping to set really clear priorities in life. I really hope it was helpful to you too and that you enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you again for joining us today. We know how many other things you could be doing and it means the world to us that you're here. We hope you always get something valuable from our podcast and that you feel supported. If you have a question for us about our content or anything else, please leave it in your review of this podcast or you can send us an email or DM us on Instagram. We're here for you, so let us know what topics would be helpful and that you're interested in. You can join our membership by clicking on the link in the show notes. You are never alone in parenting, and we're here to support you at every stage. If you know anyone that would be inspired or supported by this podcast, please share it with them. We provide content every week, so please subscribe wherever you're listening from. If you leave a review, you'll have the opportunity to win a gift that we absolutely love. We're so excited about this giveaway. We only introduce brands to our community that align with our values. And Barbara and I both love the Now Tone Therapy System. This yoga for your mind is one of the most simple ways to relax, relieve stress and anxiety. The creators recommend listening twice a day for only three minutes to receive these benefits or to listen as often as you like. And if you buy them, there's a risk-free three-month trial period. What we like best about Now Tone Therapy System is that it's something everyone can make time for. My family likes to listen first thing in the morning and at the end of each day. It's the easiest and most relaxing path to mindfulness daily. We'll link to this amazing product in the show notes below. Thank you so much for joining us today and we'll see you next time.